Well, hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Dr. Joe Galati podcast, broadcasting high above the Texas Medical Center in Houston, purveyor of all things related to the liver, health and wellness, nutrition, food and cooking, and all-around doctor banter and witty repartee with our experts that visit us. Our website is drjoegalati.com. If you'd like to send me a note, subscribe to our newsletter, or even see me as a patient. If you want to call and be part of the program, dial us at 888-438-9431. And now, on with the podcast. Sequence. Now. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas, home to the world's largest medical center. Uh, this is Your Health First, the most beneficial health program on radio with Dr. Joe Galati. During the next hour, you'll learn about health, wellness, and the prevention of disease. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Galati. Well, a good Sunday evening to everybody. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Thank you very much for tuning in to our radio program, which we call Your Health First. And that is exactly what we want to do for our listeners and the family of our listeners and the friends of our listeners is to put your health first. We want you to take a little bit of time each week, just an hour, but we hope that this hour stretches out to two hours or three hours or five hours a week that you are committed to taking care of yourselves and having a conversation about your own health and wellness. But we're here to make you better consumers of healthcare. Raise your health IQ. We want you to be really smart consumers of healthcare and try to spend a little bit of time understanding the issues, understanding the topics, and and now more than ever with, with COVID, and I'll get to that in just a minute, we need to, number one, keep our cool. We cannot get hot-headed and be reactionary to what is going on. That is a prescription for trouble. By allowing us to get reactionary and emotional, letting our emotions get hijacked by what is going on, we need to stay informed. You do need to take a little bit of time to read and talk with one another and get good sources of information. And this is what I try to do here every Sunday, our team for the past 18 plus years. Now to follow along with us, our website, drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. How do you spell Galati? You should know after all these years, G-A-L-A-T-I, drjoegalati.com. And um, there's information about our practice, Liver Specialists of Texas. There's information on how to pick up a copy of my book, Eating Yourself Sick. And of course, the most important thing is to follow along with our weekly newsletter. Every Wednesday morning at about 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, a newsletter is delivered to your inbox. Uh, so when you go to drjoegalati.com, you will see a tab for 
the newsletter to subscribe, fill out the information, and you will be set. The other thing, just as a public announcement, I believe it's going to be Thursday, August 19th. We're going to be having a live webinar. It's going to be 1 p.m. in the afternoon talking about nutrition and uh, food and wellness and fatty liver. So take a look there for information on the webinar. Uh, That'll be August 19th. All right, so I uh, sure hope you're all having a great weekend. What is left of it? School is starting in the next uh, week or two, depending on where you live. Uh, Certainly, East Coast families uh, tend to get back to school closer to Labor Day. Uh, But here in Texas and the South, a lot of kids uh, are starting to get geared up for school, which is uh, great, even though it's all being overshadowed by COVID-19. So last week, if you may remember, I had Dr. David Pate on the radio with me, and I would highly recommend going to our uh, podcast where there is a replay of last week's interview with Dr. Pate talking about COVID-19 and the hesitancy to get vaccinated and all very good information uh, as far as some of the concerns that uh, people have. Now, in looking at this last week, I almost have the sense that the divide is becoming greater. There are more people that are anxious about getting vaccinated. There is more talk about the Delta variant, the mutation that occurred. Hospitalizations are going up. As you see more hospitalizations, more people are in the intensive care unit, more people are on respirators, and more people are passing away and dying from COVID-19. And the major message that is coming out from this is that the people that are in the hospital, those that are in the intensive care unit, on respirators, really doing poorly, are the unvaccinated. Now, I would say that that is a truth that is being reported from the CDC, the NIH, the World Health Organizations, and other local municipalities. If you're going to be a betting person, on who is going to get sick from COVID-19 today, it is going to be the unvaccinated. And so it's not only the unvaccinated, it's the unvaccinated that have some underlying chronic medical condition. And we have really talked up this underlying chronic medical condition story uh, until we're blue in the face, in a sense. And who are these people that are at risk for more or worse complications, those with underlying chronic medical conditions. And the list is one that you're all pretty familiar with. It is obesity. It is diabetes. It is underlying heart disease, people that have kidney disease, liver disease, underlying lung disease, either from smoking, COPD, or occupational lung disease, people that have a weakened immune system. So everything from those with HIV to those that have underlying cancer or malignancies, people that are on an assortment of medicines that we are uh, now have available, 
for those with autoimmune diseases, where there is some sort of medicine that purposely weakens the immune system to control the underlying autoimmune disease, people that are on steroids, uh, and the elderly, okay? As we get older, like it or not, our immune system degrades. It becomes weaker. And so that is the setup. That profile are the ones that, and we've been saying this from the beginning, those are the highest risk Those are the ones that need to get vaccinated. Now, if you look at the American population, say 50 and older, unfortunately, and it absolutely makes me depressed, that the number of people that have these underlying chronic medical conditions seems to be growing. Diabetes, underlying heart disease, kidney disease, etc. So we have a large swath of the population that has these underlying medical conditions. And so I would say without an argument, without any hesitation, I will say, and any healthcare provider, be it an expert in viruses or a family physician, obstetrician or pediatrician, if you are unvaccinated and have underlying chronic medical conditions, you are at the highest of high risk for having a complication, and you should be vaccinated. The vaccines are safe. They are effective. You may have some local reaction on your arm or a little bit of a systemic reaction, meaning you get, you know, what we know, flu-like symptoms, but it is important that you get vaccinated. And you have to look at yourself, look in the mirror, have somebody else look at you, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids, and say, look, Dad, you're 55, overweight, have prediabetes, previously treated for prostate cancer, on steroids, whatever the case may be, you are high risk. We don't want to see you get sick. Those fitting that category should be seriously making arrangements for a vaccine. All right, we're going to take a break right now. Don't forget drjoegalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter, go listen to our podcast, and all of our social media, be it Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We've got a new video on YouTube talking about Golden Corral. Uh, Anyway, we will be back. More COVID discussion. And uh, kids are getting back to school in the next week or so. So we'll be chatting about that. Stay tuned. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. We'll be back in two shakes. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to Your Health First. It's always great to be here on Sunday evening between 7 and 8 p.m. and having a few minutes to play some music that I absolutely love. That Phil Collins song from uh, probably, I'm going to say it was around 1989, 1990. 
is such a great song, and that beginning with the drum beat is uh, just takes me back. But anyway, hope you're having a great weekend. What is left of it, and you're preparing for the weekend. As I always like to say, spending a little bit of time on your health and wellness, what you're going to eat, what your family's going to eat. Are you planning to get enough sleep this week? What stressors do you have coming up? And really trying to organize it. You need to be control in control of how you conduct yourselves. You can't be totally ad-lib, play it by ear, eating on the run. You have to have some kind of a plan because if not, things get fouled up. And as I've said before, our website, drjoegalati.com, drjoegalati.com. Sign up for our newsletter. It's every Wednesday morning at about six in the morning, you wake up and you say, man, this is Dr. Galati's newsletter. And so many people were getting such great reviews on this. It's about a four to five minute read. It's exactly little nuggets that you need and uh, very helpful, very helpful, drjoegalati.com. And don't forget, take a look. There's information about the webinar that we're hosting, a live webinar. It's free on August 19th, talking about nutrition and weight gain and weight loss and fatty liver and a whole bunch of health and wellness type things, uh, uh, giving you the ability to interact with us. I'm going to be doing it with my uh, nutritionist, our registered dietitian at the practice, Lizzie Herrera. She will be online with me. So uh, it should be really pretty cool. We're very, very excited. All right. We were talking about COVID-19. And unfortunately, I don't think we are making any ground at the emotional level. I feel, and again, it really, really pains me to think that our nation, our citizens, our, our, our neighbors, our relatives, our coworkers, our employees are getting into a greater divide on how people feel about this. Overall, number one, we have to band together, arm in arm, to conquer this. It takes a concerted effort. It is no one person, one group, one neighborhood, one state, one political party that is going to knock this out. It is going to take each and every one of us. That is number one. And you have to If you already don't, you have to get that in your head, that this is all for one. Number two, we have to look at what we know and what we don't know. And then there's this gray area, and there is a ton of gray area. And there may be, I don't want to sound pessimistic, and I I don't want to say there is more gray area than what we really know. But where I think the gray area is, number one, this business of breakthrough infections. Breakthrough infections meaning you've been vaccinated, you got your two doses, you, were, you did the right thing back a month ago or a year ago or close to a year ago when the vaccine started to roll out. But here you are, everybody is talking about breakthrough infections. And so there are... Uh, some good studies that have come out that basically are saying, now I like to speak at 30,000 feet, okay? We're going to talk about broad strokes rather than, 
oh, I knew a guy that this happened to him, one person or two people. We're talking about the big, the bigger picture here. And again, the truth of the matter is if you are fully vaccinated, you are protected against serious disease, either getting reinfected. Now, reinfection will occur. It's at a very low rate, but it will occur. But if you are reinfected, there is a very low, low, low rate that you will die of this. And that is everyone's major concern. You don't want to die from this. Nobody wants to die from anything. But at the same time, chances of dying if you're vaccinated are low. Risk of being admitted to the hospital with serious complications is low compared to the unvaccinated. So again, here we are getting down and dirty about the vaccines are not as good as we thought they were. Uh, You may get reinfected. Oh my goodness, I don't want to take it. You're missing the point, people. The bigger fact is unvaccinated are getting into trouble, especially if you're older and you've got underlying chronic conditions. All right? We can't argue that. But getting vaccinated is going to take the majority of the risk, the majority of the badness off the table. So that is one thing. Number two, the breakthrough will occur. It is occurring Again, we're not quite sure why this is happening. It may be strictly the Delta, Delta, that's my New York in me, Delta, Delta variant. And we still need to collect more data. But it appears that even if you do get infected with what appears to be the Delta variant now, you are going to have a far less of a problem. So again, if you're unvaccinated, Get vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, there's a small risk of uh, getting reinfected, what we call the breakthrough. Now, um, the other issue is regarding whether or not you've had the infection already. So last summer, you had a bad case of COVID. You survived. You're okay. You have antibodies or you assume you have antibodies. Should you get vaccinated. What is your risk right now? That is a great question. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll, we'll have a little bit more talking about COVID. And we're going to talk about getting your kids back to school. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. DrJoeGalati.com is our website. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Love Shack was such a great summer song, and uh, here we are in the midst of the summer, trying to bring you a little bit of a smile on your face tonight. I'm Dr. Joe Galati. DrJoeGalati.com is our website. 
everything you need to know about us, the program, our practice, Liver Specialists of Texas, our upcoming webinar, our podcast, videos, YouTube, Facebook, it is all there, drjoegalati.com. And don't forget, sign up for the newsletter tonight. Go to the homepage. On the top, it says subscribe. Click it, fill it out, and you will get a message from us every week on Wednesday morning at 6 o'clock, I believe, depending on what part of the country you're in, of course. All right, well, uh, a few final thoughts on the COVID or the coronavirus, as we know. And it, it is just killing me that we are still here, August 2021, and we're still battling this thing, physically and emotionally battling it. And people are getting tired. People are getting sick and tired of it. People are unfortunately losing faith in the CDC, the health officials, the White House, your governor, your mayor, your congressman. It just seems like it's a mess and we need level-headed people to, to sort this out. Now, the one, the one area that, uh, and as I was saying before, there are things we know, there are things we do not know, and then there is this gray area. Now, as days go by, I, I think to myself, the gray area is a little bit larger, the gray area is a little bit smaller. We're learning more and more. There's no doubt about it. We are learning. But the one area that still is creating some angst amongst people is the notion that if you've been exposed, you had covid three months ago or nine months ago, are you protect, protected from getting reinfected? Now, in a sense, conventional wisdom would say the way the human body works, we are exposed to a pathogen of some kind. You make antibodies. The antibodies get rid of it and you are protected. You have immunity. We would say you have natural immunity. And there are some studies that are showing that people that have had natural immunity through exposure and infection may be protected against reinfection with COVID-19 and or the Delta variant. And in a way, that sort of makes sense. Now, there are some studies that are showing, yes, your, your high antibody titer uh, is protective. There are other studies that came out as as early or as recently as this this weekend, showing that in Kentucky, they looked at a, a few hundred people that if you previously were exposed, you could still get infected and you could still get sick. Now, this is not a huge comprehensive study, but it's enough to give uh, uh, hesitation to some that may say, aha, here is a smoking gun. It's a study. It's been published. And if you've had coronavirus, you're not protected. So go get vaccinated. So the, the argument is that there are millions of people that have had the infection. They presumably have antibodies. They should not get vaccinated or don't need to get vaccinated. And that's where the argument comes up. We need to get all of this data and have somebody, somebody needs to stand up and say, look, based on the available data, 
there is a better than, let's just say, 90% chance if you've been exposed, you are protected. Then you have to cut it down to say, if you've had coronavirus, you survived, you have antibodies, but you're old, on chemotherapy, and uh, have diabetes. Maybe you should get vaccinated. We have to modify it and approach it based on your own risk profile. And so that's what we need to do. The other uh, point where a lot of the research is going is understanding what the meaning is of these antibody titers from a past exposure. There are a couple of different protective uh, antibodies and enzymes that we have and how the immune system works, we are still trying to figure out. So it may not be strictly the amount of antibodies you have will protect you. And the other part that we're trying to figure out is the loss of these antibodies. So if you were exposed a year ago or at the very beginning of the COVID epidemic, 18 months ago, here we are in August, the fact that your antibody level has dropped does that mean over time you are becoming more exposed? We are now going to be hearing more and more about a booster. There may be a certain level of antibody that if it drops below a certain level, you need to be um, uh, given a booster. Okay? There are other in instances where this happens. You have to get a booster. Every 10 years, you're supposed to get a tetanus vaccine. Why? The antibodies drop. There's nothing unique about coronavirus. This We know this science. Um, and, and so there again, but try to, to think this through. Somebody you trust and decide uh, what you should do. And also, I believe it's very important to look at your own risk profile. Now, on the personal note, let me share a story with you. My father, who you've heard me talk about, he's been on the radio Earlier uh, last week, he was diagnosed with COVID. He was fully vaccinated back January, February, and he had what seemed to be uh, head cold-like symptoms. He was a little congested in the chest, a little bit of a cough, some mucus. He did not have fever, did not have headache, did not have aches and pains, did not have any GI upset. He did not lose his taste buds, but where he lives in a senior facility, there was an outbreak of a few cases, and they started to test everybody. And last week, he came up positive. Now, I would almost say it's not surprising. At 96 years old, even though he is up and around and he's independent and eating and really does not have much in the way of comorbidities or these chronic illnesses, he got exposed again. Probably because his initial response to the vaccine may have been somewhat blunted based on his age and, let's face it, a a slightly weakened immune system. So thank God he did not have overwhelming, potentially fatal complications with severe pneumonia, kidney failure, liver failure, etc. He did yesterday receive the convalescent antibodies down at Methodist Hospital. And this is, as you're probably well aware, uh, serum 
from people that have recovered from COVID-19. You have these protective antibodies. They give them back to you so your immune system, your body is basically getting a jolt of these antibodies to neutralize the virus from from wreaking further havoc and inflammation, pneumonia, et cetera, et cetera. So he was able to get this, what I would say, life-saving therapy, life-saving research that we have done. And certainly Houston Methodist Hospital has been a leader in this convalescent antibodies with COVID-19. I believe they've administered 8,000 doses of, of this and very safe and no serious adverse events. So again, on the personal side, my father, 96 years old, very scary, has been infected with it, seems to be doing okay. Now, you could, you could sit here and bang your head against the wall to say, where did dad get it? The only place he went was from his residency to my house. We were not going to the mall. We were not going to the ball game. We were not going uh, to uh, a political rally anywhere. He was going from his place to my place in my car or my wife's car. He has made a few side visits to the medical center for ongoing chronic care. So did he catch it from within? Possibly. So did another resident have a family member that was not vaccinated? You could say, well, it could have been your 25-year-old grandson or 30-year-old grandson going to work, maybe asymptomatic, not vaccinated, was carrying the virus, gave it to somebody else's grandmother or grandfather. They come back into the senior living facility and give it to my father. It could have been. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm not angry. It's just the way it goes. But you could see why getting everybody vaccinated is a valuable tool to prevent secondary infections to others around us. Thanks for listening today to our podcast. Don't forget, for more information, check out drjoegalati.com. Information about my book, Eating Yourself Sick, is available there, as well as our clinical practice, radio program, and social media links. We need you to be part of our tribe and community. Until we meet again, I'm Dr. Joe Galati. Ciao.